Welcome to season two of Gold Camp. If you've been with us since season one, thank you so much. Not only here in the U.S., but all around the globe. It's time now to get after our very best outcomes. It's a new year, a new decade, and nothing's going to be different unless you make dramatic changes. Look forward to more inspirational guests, more insights on goal setting and goal achievement. You know the story. 30 years ago, I was living random. I was frustrated and I started to work towards a methodology and it took 30 years for me to polish and refine the steps it takes to become effective at not only setting goals but achieving goals. Welcome to the campgrounds. This is Goal Camp. Hey, welcome to the campgrounds. This is your camp director, Derek Lott, and today we have a special guest. It is goal setting season, and this is our time of year where I tell everyone, hey, do what you can to finish the year strong, but start looking forward to 2021. In our jobs and in our businesses, we're already building plans for next year. We need to do that for our personal lives. We need to increase our personal power by getting ahead of it and starting now. And today we are going to talk about Strength Finders, which is an assessment tool. And you know, I always talk about uh, Strength Finders, MBTI, the Enneagram. So without further ado, I want to welcome to the program, Ms. Galen Fields from Strength Fields. Galen, what's happening? Hey, how you doing, Derek Luck? I'm good. I'm good. It's so good to see you, one. But two, you know, folks don't know we have been friends. Our families have been friends for years. Come to find out you're a Strength Finders expert. How'd you get into Strength Finders? About 12 years ago at work. It was just a team building exercise and the company I work for decided to put all the managers into Strength Finders. And I don't even think they knew what they were going to get out of it. But for me, it became a lifestyle change. It was a thing that began to float my boat. And so I decided to start paying attention to it. And it made such a difference in my life uh, at work and also with my family that I just stuck with it. And so years later, the opportunity came up in 2020 where uh, I didn't have to travel to get the certification from Gallup. And also my company had the money to pay for the certification for me. So I jumped in and became a certified uh, Gallup Strengths Coach. So now what's the benefit of Strength Finders? I mean, there's all these different assessments, but what does Strength Finders particularly do? So Strength Finders is different. Uh, it's a little bit different because not only does it name what you, uh, what your strength, talent, domains are and such, but it tells you and explains to you why and what to do about it. Now that I know I have analytical as my number one strength, what am I going to do about it? Where are the hidden secrets, the things that make it a superpower for me? And where are the potholes, the things that I should avoid? Because working on your strengths is the way to go. Working on your weaknesses, you're going to become mediocre. But if you work on your strengths, you are going to be awesome at it. You're going to have a superpower at it. You have talents and strengths and God-given things that everybody else doesn't have. So what makes you uniquely special, what makes you uniquely talented is explained in strengths and then what to do with it. So that's why it's a little bit different. It just doesn't give you a general category. It's very specific. So now take a step back and tell me, because you said my number one is analytical. So I'm assuming there are different strength categories and different things. So take us, walk us through a little bit of what you experience in a strength finders assessment. 
So when you take the assessment, um, Gallup, they're really smart people. They're really smart survey folks. I mean, we know them to be that way. And there's been over four, uh, 4 million people who have taken the survey and they have uh, analyzed this data and they really modeled it after Michael Jordan and uh, with basketball and Martina Navratilova in tennis and Wayne Gretzky in hockey and tried to figure out why are these people so exceptional at what they do. And they've categorized it now into 34 strengths or 34 talents, so you'll hear that word being used interchangeably sometimes, even though they're a little different. But the point of the matter is, it gives you foresight into what is your common sense and what's your go-to. When you take the initial assessment, like I did, you get your top five. It is important to get all 34, because to know what's in your top is just as important as knowing what's at the bottom. Because you could be spending your life and your time churning to do something that you're not innately talented in. Why waste your time doing that? Being able to know, oh wait, I'm in the churn with this. In the top five, I'm in my superpower. In the bottom five, I'm churning. I'm churning and I'm having a bad day. It's a difficult time. So it is really good to take that assessment. It takes about 20 minutes of uninterrupted time. You take the assessment and it spits out your top five. They have figured out how to uniquely tell you so when, when I get my analytical as number one, it, it doesn't just tell me, okay, I have analytical number one and the next person who may happen to have analytical is number one. We don't get the same results. It caters to all 34 and tells you exactly why that analytical is number one and what to do about it. So it's very um, uniquely honed to the individual when you get that assessment done. So it's important to, uh, to read the whole thing. When I took it, there was a book I purchased, and at the back of the book, there was a code. You go online, you fill it in, and to your point, you get your five strengths. But you can actually find out the rest of your strengths of the right. 34, which ones are the top and which ones are the bottom. What's the best way to navigate that? I think that's where Strength Fields, your company, comes in. Exactly right. So if you get your top five and you now know how to name those top five strengths, if you read the paperwork that comes with that, you will get a little more knowledgeable. But if you really want to get in there and understand who you are and how you function and how you operate in accordance with those strengths, you need a deeper level of knowledge. So the book itself works almost like an index where each section talks about each strength and how they interrelate there is a whole host more of information available than that. So in, on Gallup's site, you can individually search it out. But where the rubber really meets the road is when you get strengths coaching. So that's what I am. That's what Strength Fields does. I am an independent strengths coach. And I coach individuals in their family communication. I coach work people in their employment as employers and also as employees as to how to maximize their potential and their relationships in the workplace. It's a team building exercise as well, but really for each and every individual, whether you're in a team, an organization, whether you're an employer or whether you're an employee, it is really good to know who you are because even as a wife, I have learned things about me and about my husband and about my kids that I never would have learned, never would have picked up on had I not dove into Strength Finders head first and begin to learn it. So even now at my house, when you come across the threshold of my door, you get a book, you get a code, you get something. Cause I need to know where you are coming from. 
And from that assessment, we are able to communicate much better than we ever would have been able to without the assessment. Now, you said something pretty powerful there. So Strength Finders 1, taking it yourself is great. However, if you are in a relationship or you're in, on a team, it's even more powerful if everyone takes it and then everyone gets to understand how that impacts the overall team effectiveness. Absolutely. That inner communication is key. It helps you hone goals. It helps you hone your potential. It helps you to be able to communicate in a way that you could not before. For instance, if someone has a strength of input, that person can inhale data. Well, everybody is not going to be able to do that. So I don't have input in my top five. It's not even in my top 10. But I know people on my team that are my employees or or whomever, or even in my family that have input. And I take advantage of that. I leverage their strength in that area to say, okay, we've got to read this 120 something page book. You with input, okay, it's gonna float your boat to read this. Let me know what that says. I've saved myself time, effort, and energy, and they are maximizing their strengths by operating in it. Because the key point is, if you want to have a good day every day, you need to operate in your strengths every day. Well, if you don't know how to do that, if you don't know what they are and how to work yourself into operating in your strengths and avoid the dirty 30, 30 through 34, then you're going to have you know, a bad day or it'll be a mix. So now I am sure that I take time out of every day to work on my strengths and work on my life as it pertains to my strengths. So it's not that I'm trying to uh, um, change my strengths at all. I'm trying to change my behavior to align with my strengths so that I am able to succeed more productively every That's day. Good. That's and it good. Really, really helps to, to know that. And if you don't know that, it, it, it's hard to accomplish that. You're, you're spinning your wheels. That's really insightful. And I think about every day we go out and we try to accomplish something. But what you said really is an eye opener. If you want to have a good day every day, operate in your strengths every day. I can tell you, we don't. I know I find myself down in the 30 to 34 you called it the dirty 30. I love it. I was down there in the dirt trying to win. And I'm trying to figure out why you said grinding or churning. And that's a good example. If you feel yourself toiling, it's like some days I feel like, man, it's just really hard today. I think you also have to remember though, like a Michael Jordan and Martina Navratilova, Wayne Gretzky, these people turned out to be some of the greatest in the areas that they focus their strengths in. And that will happen to each one of us. When you apply your strengths to whatever you've determined is the area you're concentrating on, you will have greater success because you learn to leverage the strengths of others to make up the difference for the ones that you are not significantly talented in. That's okay. One of the uh, important factors in strength finders is validation, self-validation. You have to know who you are. We cannot be all things to all people. We cannot, and we should not be. We weren't created to do that. But if you know what you were created to do and how you were created to respond, you cannot be 
unsuccessful in what you try to do because you won't make those ventures that are in your dirty 30. You make ventures that align with your top five and you partner with other people to make up the differences for what you don't have. You will be successful. I appreciate you allowing me to be a guest on your show today. <laughs> <laughs> this is absolutely eye-opening and enlightening. How does someone get started in strength finders, one, and then two, the strength coaching? Buy the book, Target, Amazon, whatever. Strength Finders 2.0. In the back, like you were talking about, you get a code. You scratch off the code, you go online to the Gallup site, you take the test, the assessment, 20 minutes later, you have your top five. You print that out. You can go for the gusto on your own. It's gonna take you some time, effort, and energy, and you will be decently successful with what you have. If you then take the next step into finding a strengths coach, like I am, that coaching is about an hour a session. I recommend you do no less than three sessions because what we do is first we begin to name the strengths so that you understand what each strength means. Because just because the word is familiar to you analytical, it doesn't mean that uh, strength and skill are equal because I have strength of analysis doesn't mean I have a skill of analysis. So you have to really understand what that means. So name it. Then the next step would be claiming. Wait, hold on. You said that real quick. That was really good. <laughs> You said just because you have the strength of analytical doesn't mean that you have the skill yeah. of analytical. That's right. Can I just ask you to tell me a little bit more about Absolutely. that? Absolutely. I can talk about this stuff till the cows come home. <laughs> I, I mean, you have to stop because I'll just go on and on and on. But uh, analytical is my number one strength. And I have that as a, 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 a talent. Now, whatever strengths you have, you've had them since you were born. So even as a little child, I'm analyzing people. I'm, at, I'm asking the teacher, why do we have to do that? Or why, why would we do this or whatever? Now, that's annoying when you're a little child and you have this adult telling you what to do. But that's how the strengths work. You had them, you know, forever. And you've learned to um, uh, operate in your life so that you are working with them. If you've learned to work to, the, to your potential and uh use them to your advantage, then you've been at least successful in that venture. But there are people who have not, and they're struggling, and they really need uh, strength coaching. But if you are an employer, you would net, for example, you would never hire someone because they had the strength of analytical, because you don't know if they can analyze anything. When you go to school to learn how to analyze data, that is very different than having a strength of analysis. Because my strength of analysis might be around people. It might be around things. It might be around conversations. It may not be the exact skill set that that employer is looking for. I can tell when people are not on the same page. But if you have a skill in communication, you've been trained in the literary art or you've been trained in auditory skills. So it, it's very different than having a strength, strength and a skill. Well, now, does that mean if you have the strength of it that you should, from a career perspective, consider the skill set of analytical? I think that if you are trying to figure out what your career is going to be. You should understand your five strengths and how you will use them and apply that to the career you want. One in seven people who have ever been on the planet, not just alive now, ever been on the planet, will have the same 34 strengths in the same order. Only one in seven, 
ever. We are so unique in how we do what we do and, and how your strengths lay out. And even if your strengths align with another person exactly the same, which is so rare, you probably never ever come across it. But let's just say your, you know, your top five are the same, in the same order. Your history, your upbringing, your culture, your value system is different. So the way you were taught, the way you were trained, curbs how free you are with that strength. So I have a strength of responsibility. It's my number three. Neither one of my kids had responsibility as a strength. Does that mean they're irresponsible? It means that they had to be taught responsibility. It did not come naturally. Right. They had to be taught and trained. So now that I know what their strengths are, I don't expect them to just be automatically responsible for anything and everything. That's not how they are operating. They have other fantastic strengths, like in competition and some other great things. They don't have what I have. So I'm always operating and communicating with them through my filter of my strengths. So wouldn't that be fabulous to know what is your boss's filter? What are they expecting before they even open their mouths? You know, if you have a boss that has deliberative, don't go in there. Hey, I need an answer right now. Not going to happen. But if you were to go in and say, hey, I need you to think about something. Yes. Here's the information. I'll be back tomorrow. Is that okay? Then the, you, they're loving you because right. you are respecting their strength. Understanding what you're working with is really, really important. That's profound. That is really profound. We talked a little bit about other assessments, a little bit how this is different. That's not to take anything away from any other assessment. It's just to say Strength Finders is a very unique assessment that actually can help accelerate your progress towards your goals. Absolutely. And I think you should take all the assessments. Take every one of them, every one that you can, because they're going to complement one another. You're going to get a, a set of words and a set of explanations from each one of them that's a little bit different. But once you've had them all, and you sit back and you can and, and put that into some kind of a perspective through a coach, they're usually able to explain to you how to maximize your potential, how to now, we talked about naming your strength first. Now you got to aim your strength. Well, claim it. You got to claim it. You got to own it. You got to know that it's you. Then you got to aim it. That's the last part. And how do you aim it? By aiming your strength at your, your profession, your family, your kids, your relationships, whatever it is, you set goals, you set your future. You plan what you're going to do by understanding who you are and how you operate, what skills you have, what talent you have, what strengths you have, and what you don't have. And you don't waste time, effort, and energy so yeah. I have analysis as my number one, but boy, I can spend an exorbitant amount of time analyzing this, analyzing this, and, and become paralyzed in that. It's my strength, and I love doing it. So time is flying by while I'm doing it. But are we getting an answer? No. So I always pair with someone who is able to pull it out, like activator, because they're going to say, what's the answer? You ready for the answer? Are we done with this yet? Let's go. And that person, when we pair together, we're able to think deeply about something and then pull out the answer and get it done in a timely fashion. And for me, my responsibility makes the, you know, pulls out uh, and gets things done on time because I feel responsible to do it. Understanding how all these strings work together 
I can't say anything other than for me, it has become a critical life assessment. You, you've got to know this. I, I wish they gave it before you get a marriage license. Because hey, hey. <laughs> wouldn't that explain a whole we're lot? Not been good. We're not <laughs> you avoid a few landmines, right? Ooh, you can avoid a whole lot of arguments by knowing that. Yeah. Folks on the campgrounds, you absolutely see why I have Galen Fields from Strength Fields on the show today during goal setting season. It is critical that you understand your strengths and how it connects. First thing you ought to do, you should have clicked on Amazon and, and bought the book. If you haven't done Strength Finders, you've already clicked on it. You've got the book coming. You've got a code. I think you can get a code. One question I have for you, do you need to read the book first before you take the code? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Once you get your code, the uh, book is going to explain, like I say, in index form, how each of the 34 work. So it almost works like a, like a dictionary. You do not have to read the book before you get the strengths. Now, you can go to Gallup's website and purchase the code right online. You don't even have to get the book. You can do it in five minutes. You get a code. Now, I will say that very often when you get a coach, get the code from the coach and it saves you a few dollars. Okay. It's, it's worth looking into that uh, and doing that research first. But if you want to get your top five and go for it, you can do that in a matter of minutes right online. Folks, I don't know who's ready. I don't know who's serious about 2021. You need to go click on Gallup or go to Amazon, get the book, or reach out to Miss Galen Fields from Strength Fields and get your Strength Finders coach right away and get ready for 2021. I know it's put a lot in my head for me to get ready for 2021. Galen, what are two or three things you've taken away personally from this experience? I would use the example of working with my, with, with my spouse, with my husband. I mean, let's, let's use some basic that everybody has to do. You know, everybody makes a decision every morning whether they're going to make their bed up right there. Now, some people cannot have a good day unless that bed is made right as soon as they get up. And there are other people that feel like, well, I'm going to get back in it anyway, so why am I ever even bothering to make it up? Okay, you, you, got, you got all kinds of ways to make the world work. But for my husband, it was critical that that bed be made early in the morning. So critical that even when he went out of town, he would call back and say, I'm not having a good day. Did you make the bed? Because <laughs> I can feel it from where I am. And I'm thinking, you're never going to be able to feel it. You have no idea. And I'm thinking, oh, what a free day for me. But however, what I have learned is that there are things that are so important to him that I thought was OCD or something crazy. Now I know it is that important to him. So what's the, little, what's the big deal? Make the bed. It has improved our relationship. It has improved our communication because now I can say, okay, is this part of your discipline? Because he has discipline is his number one. Is this part of your discipline? And, and he'll think about it and he was like, yeah, I think so. Okay, make that bed up. We have a great, we have, we have a better day. We have less arguments because now I know that this thing he really needs is connected to his strength, his number one strength. And for me, he knows I'm going to, analyze it to death. So there's no point in trying to take what I'm saying one day and then act on it the next day. Give it a few days. Give it a few days because it may change because I also have a ranger. So it may change a couple times before I land. 
But once I land, that's it. There's no changing. So he knows that about me and I know that about him. So one important thing, another important thing that I've learned is not just identifying it and being able to use it in communication, but also not to use your strength as a sword or use your strength as a shield. You don't get your strengths and then say, oh, well, I have, I have analytical. So if you're not going to analyze with me, then we can't work together. No, that's not how it works. Or I have analytical, so I'm just going to take the data and go home and I'm going to be the best at analyzing it. And, you know, you can't. You, you cannot judge a book by its cover. You cannot guess at what someone's strengths are. And to yeah. never do that, because I, I, I came across a public speaker and the guy was brilliant. And his strengths were empathy. And I, I mean, they were compassionate skills. And after talking to him, I realized that he was speaking to people out of a heartfelt desire to want people to change and to grow. And his strengths would have, ne- you, if you looked at him in a list, you would have never thought that was you know, where he was coming from. But it was his right. empathy that was driving him. So I don't guess at strengths. I do engage in conversations and strengths on a regular daily basis with my friends, family, coworker, and so on. And I also make the changes that are necessary to help others have a good day. And then everybody around me is having a good day. Can't beat that. Tell you, I have enjoyed this thoroughly. And I think the folks that have been on the campgrounds listening in and those that are joining us from all around the globe, We'll get a tremendous amount of benefit from this conversation on Strength Finders 2.0. Go to Amazon, grab it, go directly to Gallup, or go to Strength Fields page on Facebook and reach out to Galen, and she can help you get ready for 2021 and make it your best year yet. 2020 dealt a lot of blows to us, a lot of blows to us. But if you have your goals in order, you can find the silver linings. This has been... Gold Camp and Galen Fields has been amazing. Any final words you want to leave for folks listening out there? No, I would just say, you know, really consider getting a strengths coach, whether it's me or, or find your strength coach, because that is going to help you get there so much deeper and so much faster than just trying to figure it out on your own. So I, I highly recommend getting a coach. You said it best. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Gold Camp. All the resources from this episode can be found on my website at DerekSeelot.com forward slash goalcamp. As always, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram at Derek C. Lott. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share with a friend. Achieving your goals is not something that you can do alone. Find a partner that can keep you accountable. Looking forward to the next episode. Until next time, this is your camp director, Derek C. Lott signing off.